This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. And from the Midwest Film Nerds, we have Alex. Hello. And Gojo. Hi. As always, if you're listening along and you like what you hear, or even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. Today, we're going to go over what we've been playing as well as some game news. Before moving forward, just a quick thank you to Au for our theme song called Materia Mosh. You can check out more of his tunes at https colon slash slash soundcloud.com slash ahh dash ooh. All that being said, what have you guys been playing? I've been playing a game called Bloodborne. I beat one more boss. One more. So that's two now. Yeah, a total of two. So you've gotten nowhere. Um, but uh, I look forward to getting back to it at some point. And I like that even moving through these newer areas that have opened up for me, I still kind of, I don't feel like the difficulty like ramped up immediately and that I'm out of my element again. Although I'm sh- I think that happens later on in the game at some points when your enemies start being inv- invisible and things like that. So that was cool. Getting a little further than that. And then also I picked up Shovel Knight, which uh, came out on the Wii U last year, but uh, made its way over to the PlayStation consoles now. And it's a cross-buy game for PS4, PS3, and Vita. Oh, I didn't realize it was cross-buy. Yeah. I've been playing it on the Vita, and it's a very, very cool game. It's um, kind of 8 or 16-bit, similar to like, you know, your... Your Mega Man, or your—it's like this weird hybrid of, of uh, like Castlevania and Mega Man and Super Mario Brothers three. That sounds cool. Yeah, and and you kind of go through. There's like an overworld, and you can pick stages. Like the overworld is straight out of Super Mario Brothers three, with there's little icons on the map that some of them are like, go here and get an item, or go here to play a stage, or here's this little town where you can go and then like upgrade your character, which has a little bit of the. Castlevanianist to it and it's kind of got some like RPG features and there's also a little bit of Zelda because the kind of like the sub weapons that you use in, in Castlevania you can kind of collect them and switch to them whenever you would like once you've collected them right on. so that's pretty cool but it's like you're this knight that has a shovel your weapon is a shovel and you just kind of run around beating yep. things with a shovel can you really, extend yeah. the shovel like uh, in bloodborne like, not yet i don't think uh, there's like a transformation shovel as of yet there might be like a new like a later shovel but is this is this the william h macy character from uh, yes it's the shovel the shoveler as oh, made into God. a video game yeah um mystery yes. man <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a really interesting game and if you kind of have that fondness for old school castlevania and mario and Mega Man and any kind of like action platformer 
Uh, I think you should definitely check it out. Total, I think it's totally worth the fifteen dollars if you're somebody who loves that kind of stuff. But I'm sure it'll be fifteen dollars. Yeah. You mean I have to pay? I think uh, I think what? gold members on PSN get a discount too, don't they? Or no? Um, I know they did for a minute for the spring. I think I think for the spring, the spring sale or yeah, whatever. but I, I think that's over now because okay. it's been out for a couple of weeks. So I'm sure it'll probably be a free PlayStation Plus game in like two or three months. And probably then, next month actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. That's pretty much all that I've been playing, in, in addition to some Destiny, but we'll get into that later. Of course. Gojo? Hey. Um. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. Oh, no? Okay. I've played, like, two things, and then the 12 other things that I've also been playing that we've talked about on the podcast. Um, <laughs> I started, I picked up Starbound again. Cool. Um, yeah. That's been through a series of updates since the last time I played, so I had to start a whole Way different. Character. Yeah, they've added a lot. It's it's come a long way, even from where it was last time I played, which was almost it was almost a complete game then, right. and now they've added so much more. Um, it's a more it's in early access still, but it's still a more complete game than I don't know uh, the Order eighteen eighty six was. Um, <laughs> and it's definitely uh, more fun. Oh God, yes, it's way more it's, gameplay. Yeah, almost as much story too. I think um, sitting is more fun than playing the order. <laughs> I'd rather just sit. Sleeping oh definitely. Sleeping definitely. Yeah. Now that we can see the grass again, we can watch that grow. Indeed. Uh, instead of playing the order. Um. But uh, next episode, so- watching grass grow. <laughs> so I was I was playing, and we had a thunderstorm in my neck of the woods, and we lose power super easily, and computer shut off, and I lost my entire galaxy. Oh. Uh, fortunately, I had oh. all the stuff that I was still on my ship, but I was super bummed. Um, wow. But I've rebuilt. Um, last time I played, I found a uh, I found a glitch castle, and uh, I just went in there, killed everybody, and just dismantled everything they had yeah. and took it. That's what and they're for. Took it from yeah. So I just went in and butchered a whole bunch of innocent people, took their shit. Um, so buy Starbound. Um, right. Another Steam game. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. Chroma Squad. It's, no. Okay, so nope. the idea is it's it's um it's like XCOM, but instead of defending the world from aliens, you're trying to uh you're trying to start your own Power Rangers show. Okay. Uh, so it's um so yeah, you have this, sold. <laughs> you have this team of of stuntmen slash actors, and they're trying to start their own their own uh, like Power Rangers style show. Um, and all of the battles you have to do are um. You're there. You're on the set there, and you have to fight these guys in costume. And there's director's instructions where you have to like uh, I don't know uh, finish the round, finish the the match in three rounds, or uh, use your super your two super team special on them. Huh. Um, and you can name all your character. You can name your squad. You can name your characters. You can name. The <laughs> Alex giant is just gonna name can... them all after the characters from the first set of Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking I should just name them all Tommy. <laughs> the Green um. Ranger. <laughs> the uh, it's the if I had to if I I mean it's a lot of fun and it's funny and it's it's pretty cool. I haven't gotten too far into it, but um, sounds awesome. It's it's, it's awesome. <laughs> um, downsides: the combat's not terribly deep, at least not to begin with. Um, and uh, the the stuff that isn't 
actually making the episodes isn't much fun. Like the the behind the scenes, like right. there's for some reason there's crafting in it. Um, crafting is just something every it, that's in every yeah, Steam game. The now. set decoration um, aspect of well, yeah, game. you can craft your your boots and your your helmets and like out of cardboard and glue and gum and stuff. And it's um, <laughs> it's it's an interesting concept. But I think I don't think we need to jam crafting into every single game. We yes, make we anymore. do. Okay. And climbing, <laughs> climbing towers and crafting has yes. to be in everything. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I, I, if you're, if, if you like, uh, like tactical RPG stuff, it's kind of, it's definitely very fun. Cool. Cool. Um, and yeah, if you're like Alex and you just love the Power Rangers and yeah, there's also, there's also giant mech battles too. So you can, cause you make your own cardboard sword. mech and you can, yeah, you can fight <sighs> giant villains with it. Very um, nice. Uh, Native is that, cardboard. Is that it? Uh, Game of the year 2015. <laughs> oh God, I think that's it, actually. I think that's mm. all I've been playing. I mean, like you said, on top of the 12 other things we've already talked about. Yeah, and even those, it was like for 20 minutes at a time. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm bored of you. Yeah, moving along. <laughs> yeah. So, Brian, what about you? Um. Well, started playing Destiny again. I guess I never really stopped, but... uh <laughs> Playing it a lot more before House of Wolves comes out. And, yeah, that's enough about that. <laughs> I, I finally got to do my first real heist in GTA, and it was a blast. It was the prison break one. I didn't get to do the whole, like, all the setup missions, but I got to do the last, like, two setup missions, I think, and the actual heist. And, yeah, it was so much fun. And then... I didn't get a chance to do any of the other ones with the group I was doing them with. Did you, did you guys actually get through the heist without yeah. any issues? Well, I mean, we had we we did failed you, you several the, times. Okay, okay. I played my role to a T, even though everyone made fun of my helicopter flying skills. <laughs> oh, that's the honestly, I think that's the hardest one is helicoptering, particularly if you're not a, a skilled hel. I mean, like not. I don't want to say skilled helicopter, yeah. blood, but I mean, if you don't do it all the time, it was hard for me, and yeah. I. That's the I'm, thing. That's um, <laughs> it definitely sold me on the buzzard, and I think I'm going to save up for one of those now. So, oh my god! It'll yeah, I totally understand why you're so, so on board with that thing. <laughs> yeah, I think I want that more than a tank. Yeah. <laughs> this is way more expensive. I though. haven't known a time when Gojo hasn't had a buzzard in the game. So it was it was miserable. <laughs> It was yeah. miserable. I had to drive places. I was running into <laughs> trees. I had to like actually shoot people. Yeah, but with like guns. you use it on like so many of the missions that we do too. That I yeah. can only imagine would just yeah. be so tedious. I, oh without. my god! Trying to do like Los Santos connection without the buzzard is like just fucking forget yeah. it. Forget yeah. it. I don't even know what it. you're talking about. But yeah, <laughs> it sounds really awful. Um, um, let's see. I also started playing The Last of Us again. And yeah, I made it a little ways into that game, but uh, then I started playing Destiny. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't um, had time to get back to it. Oh, I did want to say I, I also completed one more heist in GTA Online, but that was like three weeks ago. So I forgot about. Has that it. changed any of your opinion on it at this point, or no? Uh, no, no. Um, I mean, I still think they're a blast, but I would I would still like a little more a little more freedom in them, but uh, it was the Pacific Standard heist. And th that one was actually really cool, partially because it had checkpoints, which is like, whoa, whoa. mind blown. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you yeah. actually had to, like, it was a bank heist, but it was, it was the bank heist itself was really simple, so that was kind right of a letdown. But uh, the build-up missions were a lot of fun. Um, and it, that, that one was cool because 
you actually had you when you were escaping the bank with the bags of money. Um, if you got shot, you would start dropping money. Um, so your potential take is like by the time we had finished the heist, because uh, every time. Okay, let me rewind a little bit. So you have to escape the bank, and then you have to get onto the bikes that you planted beforehand and drive away. Uh, but every time you, um, every time you fail, like the any part that you have the money, uh, you lose a little bit of your take every time. So we lost probably like half the take, mm. um, just because we died so many times on the bike parts. And right. that was actually a really good run, apparently. So, um, <laughs> hmm. but uh, it it was it was really fun getting away with the bikes because it's super tense and. Um, Cops are just trying to knock you, and you're on a bike, so you're gonna fly off at the little. Are we bump. talking bicycle? No, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn. Uh, see, if, if you could get away on bike, actual bicycles, yeah. I would. Do I it. can't it's, wait to it's play a lot of tapping, <laughs> tapping the X button. Oh my god! Gosh. Yeah, I can't wait to play uh, Crazy Motorcycle from the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack too loud during that. Oh my part god! Navy's so gonna drive into the ocean. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be great. <laughs> no, there's, there's the end of it. You have to, you have to drive up drive up this mountain and then jump off and then parachute uh, down to the river to the where your boat is waiting. Except what I did, I drove off too soon and jumped off and parachuted, but I was still like three quarters of the way up the mountain. So they're all at the river and I had to just like slowly run down the mountain so I didn't tumble down to my death. And then like five minutes later, I reached the boat and we're like, okay, we're good. We win. Nice. It was hilarious. Also annoying, but uh, yeah. <laughs> right on. Haven't you ever uh, taken the motorcycle up? What's the super tall mountain, like Mount Chile or something? Yeah. Um, there's the uh, cable car station there, and there's basically there's a, a ramp, ramp at the just end. to the side. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's some good videos. Yeah, we've done that before. We were jumping off that. Two of us parachuting, trying to yeah. shoot each other. Yeah. <laughs> I would shoot at the parachute, and it would, like, it would start floating down. Uh, that's awesome. So that's much it. stuff to do in that game. I've been playing Dark Souls 2. How's that going? <laughs> I actually, I like it. It I felt like picking it up, probably because I had already been playing Bloodborne, picking it up was pretty easy. But now I'm at a point where, like, I can't beat any of the bosses because they're, like, I just run out of stamina because I'm so used to, like, all the dodging that I was able to do in Bloodborne. That's my, I think my only gripe is the stamina is, like, a huge issue. And the, um, the weapon durability is a huge pain in the ass because I feel like, in Bloodborne, I don't know why there even is weapon durability because it it has no effect. You like they upgrade it by the time, right? And then it's repaired and you're good. But in uh, in Dark Souls, your your weapons like die out super fast, and like you have to go to the camp. You know, you go to a campfire and like sit down and rest, and they they re- you know heal themselves or whatever. But the I just feel heal like themselves. Yeah, like the the durability is repaired at that Ooh. point. But I don't know. I don't. I'm not like. I like it, but it's uh, it. I think it has a bigger learning curve at this point now because I thought like picking it up, I was like, "Oh, this is very much like Bloodborne." But then, like once you really get into it, you're kind of like, "This isn't anything like Bloodborne at all." Like, so what are you are you using a sword and shield or what? What is your? Uh, I am playing as what? What is the? Uh, I don't remember the actual class name, but yeah, basically a, sh- a sword and shield combo. And I'm still I'm having trouble getting the parrying with the shield to work out. But I think that is like. That's the way that a lot of people. I mean, you have the the real hardcore Dark Souls guys who are like, if you use a shield, then you're stupid and you suck. But like learning that parrying system probably helps you because I think you can parry everything. 
Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sure, but it, it's just uh, it's, it's not like Dark Soul or like I thought. Bloodborne. Bloodborne had sluggish controls, and I think Dark Souls controls are like twice as sluggish. So like every <laughs> like every time you hit a button, it takes like twice as long as you thought it was going to take mm-hmm. to react. So you're you're literally like planning your actions like you know seconds before you even need to, yeah. and that's hard. You know, it's definitely not a game for casual players. That's for sure. But I like it. It's cool. It has souls in the title. I think it that does, pretty yeah. much gives it away. Fucking casual. <laughs> so, but it's soul uh, caliber. Soul caliber. Uh, damn. Soul caliber. Unbreakable soul. <laughs> Wait. Uh, one of these days we're gonna have to soul talk reaver. about that. I don't. Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. I love that game. That's true. Yeah, it's a good game. game. Soul game. Oh, the whole. We have a advanced. whole episode about soul. Like anything with soul in it. <laughs> soul train. Soul train. Yeah. That too. Console. James Console. Brown. Soul hero. Please tell me that game's coming. Isn't Soul out. Soul Plane's a movie too, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Snoop Dogg. I had yeah. a poster for that. Yeah. Oh, God. That was great. <laughs> you have a poster for that? Did they play it at the I IMAX? I had a poster for oh, okay. it. Uh back when it was in it was in three dizzle. They should do a <laughs> crossover <laughs> a uh, Snakes on a Soul Plane. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, please. Oh God. Um, still get Tom Arnold as the one white guy on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the one that's afraid of the snow. I don't know who would be more afraid of the snakes. We're not going to go into snakes. Not snakes Snoop, on plane. that's for sure. No, he's he's higher than the kite, man. He's, he doesn't care. Snoop Lion. No, he kind of pulled back from that moniker. He's something else now. Isn't he like Snoop Dragon? So, I don't know. I don't Shit. know. He was like Rastafarian for a year and then gave it up. Where yeah. do you go from Dragon? You I can only know. go down from there. That's true. Um, I was gonna say something else about Dark Souls. Fire Lord, Snoop Fire Lord, <laughs> Fire Lord Snoop, <laughs> Snoop God, Snoop yeah. God, yeah, Snoop Elder God, Snoop Galactus. <laughs> oh my God! All right. Off the rails, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. No, it's time. all good. So uh, Dark Souls, huh? Yeah, I had something else I wanted to say about it, but I probably should have took should have taken some notes about all the things I wanted to say about Dark Souls. Oh, overall, I'm enjoying it. I'm probably going to keep playing it because it's fun. Oh, I remember the the graphical updates are not what I was hoping for. I was hoping it'd look a little bit better than it actually does, but it's not stopping me from playing the game. It runs really fucking smooth. Is like, this a... I'm playing on Xbox. Scholar of the First Sin yeah. or whatever? Okay. On Xbox. I don't remember what it's actually... Is that what it's called? Scholars of the First Sin. Sins of the First Scholars. Scholars, Sin Scholars of the Firstborn. I don't know. I already did Souls. that joke last episode. Guys. The squeakquel? Oh. <laughs> that where I got that? Anyway. Dark Souls, the squeakquel? No, uh, it does run really smooth, which is nice I because this- Bloodborne had some issues with like frame rates dropping. And this like there, yeah. I haven't had a single issue with the frame rate. Um, other than that, though, I mean, it's it's fun. I'll keep playing it. That's for sure. I think that's the thing about a lot of the remasters. It's not necessarily that they do that much to make the graphics look better, but the game runs if yeah if it runs better yeah. that's cool i'm you know that it, if it's nice and smooth and, and it looks somewhat pretty it doesn't look like a next gen game by any means but it's still it plays really well so yeah. um and destiny i've been playing destiny we did the uh part of the crota raid today finally yeah we got, i finally got to do part of a raid and i yeah, was that's fun completely overwhelmed and not prepared because i was <laughs> oh, a level God. 29 hanging out with these done. guys done <laughs> yeah, it was. So, it was. It was interesting. We can got, you even we got do through. anything at level twenty nine? I don't think you. You I can. Mean, you can like do a little in the damage first half, to Crota's yeah. shield, I I can but. basically just beat up thralls, but it takes forever. <laughs> oh, I can okay. punch them. 
Uh, yeah, that's about all I have. I was playing as a Titan too, which I'm not fond of anymore. I like playing as the Hunter better. Did you Did you play any of Volta Glass at all? No, I've never. Okay. We haven't done that yet. Which, if you want to hop on and do that at some point, we, sh- we totally yeah. should. Let's do it it's, tonight. It's honestly as long as it's totally doable as long as you have you need four people. Yeah. yeah. Um, not because it's hard, but because of just one of the gimmicks the end boss uses. Yeah. Um, it's it's just not possible. Right. All right. I mean, right it, after the podcast. <laughs> although you can do it. You can do it if you're a. Uh, Warlock Sunsinger. Yeah, if you're if you're if you kill yourself gift, you right as it, anybody yeah. gets uh, yeah. as soon as as soon as he's gonna teleport people away, if you kill yourself and then self res, <laughs> you gotta time it just right though, because you only have six seconds. Like you need to die before he teleports, but <laughs> right before he teleports, yeah. just hang on to your rockets so you can launch them at your feet. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, Destiny. Whatever. I had a bunch of strange coins. <laughs> I had a lot on PlayStation because I haven't been playing as much, but we like I've hopped on to play with Alex and Brian just to like randomly do, you know, whatever the weeklies, you know, and, and, Santana. I was just, and, and uh, Joey Santana today. Shout out to Joey for helping us out with yeah. the Crota raid. Sherpa, yeah. Sherpa <laughs> Santana. He told us everything we needed to do. Yeah. And we still did terrible. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's the thing is that even like when you're playing on the lower level, the one where you can still revive people at some yeah. point, it's way easier to just let the cheesing happen and wipe when you need to wipe because there's just a certain check. Well, also, I'm still working with a lot of gear from the initial release of the game. I don't have a lot of the upgrades yeah. and stuff on yeah. PlayStation, but I have all that stuff on Xbox because we I've been playing. I had played more on Xbox mm-hmm. at this point. Um and shout out to Corey too. Brian and I have been playing with Corey on Xbone because uh, he that which again, like we were telling you earlier, Alex, that uh, that he just asked so many questions. <laughs> like it's so he, he asked quite like everything we do. He's like, "Why are you doing this? How come I have to do that? Where are you guys going? Like toward the waypoint? Well, to be fair, yeah, <laughs> towards the waypoint. Like that's where we're going because that's where the game's telling us Why? to go." Why? I, I'm I'm terrified for when he gets to like the later points in the game. We're like, why don't I get experience anymore? And, <laughs> and we have to How explain the to light level levels. Up? Yeah, I don't no, understand. It's, it's been generally fun because it got Brian and I to um, fire up some alternate characters, which was cool, That's and good. start over. Which is, you know, it not that it changes the game at all, but it's fun to be able to play through with somebody who hasn't played and they're still like, you know, figuring out like how to enjoy the game. Laugh at them, yeah, and you can laugh at them. But Corey's, uh, he's not as he he doesn't uh, realize he needs to like level up at points. Like, you know, they give you that break between Venus and the Moon where you're supposed to go and patrol, and he kind of just jumped right into Venus. And so that was something that we kind of were like, you got to take a minute and like level up, and then go go to Venus and have fun. But other than that, uh, yeah, I mean that's that's basically it for what I, we've been playing. I think ending on Destiny here, we can go right into my little spiel about House of Wolves, which is set to come out on Tuesday, May nineteenth, which is coming up. Uh, I'm hopefully going to release this episode later tonight, so this will come out before the House of Wolves release, alongside The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt. And I do want to do reviews of both of these, so I hope you guys are prepared for that. We could probably bang them all out in one episode too. I think would be okay. Um. The initial reviews of The Witcher 3 look pretty promising, and I know I'm going to pick up a copy. Brian, you have it reserved. It's already preloaded. Preloaded on Steam. on Steam. So he's doing it oh, PC. Man. Are you guys planning on grabbing The Witcher, or is that not even on your radar? I'm not really planning on picking it up. I probably could, because I did end up trading in Battlefield and uh, something else. Yeah, I pitched Aww. Evolve yeah, I in, in Battlefield so that I could 
I got rid of Mortal Kombat too. No, I did. I gave mine. To you wait. sold me because of the uh, Ultimate Edition thing, you know. Yeah, that's true. Might as well just wait if I want to play it again. Responsible game buying, but plus no, it's worth like thirty bucks still. Or I would something. like to get into the Witcher series, but I'd rather start at like two. I think, yeah, I skipped probably. the first one because I couldn't even get past the first ten minutes. Like yeah. it was like just the controls were atrocious. Two, you can finish in about forty-five hours. I think yeah. that's all. Yeah, just, those, just those 45, 45 hours. hours that I Well, it was have. shorter than I thought it was going to be. What was the discount deal you got from having oh, two? Oh, yeah. If you own The Witcher 2 on Steam, they give you $5 off when you buy The Witcher 3, which is still on sale as it is. So it only cost me like 47 That's yeah, versus I'd, 60 I'd probably end up getting it for PS3, though, and I'd go to Best Buy and get yes. it. You might want to get it for PS4, PS4 instead. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's coming off of PS3. Hey, bro, none of that last You could try to put it in your PS3 and see if it works, but I don't know. There's one time that I put a Dreamcast game into PlayStation. Put it in your PS bone. Sonic the Hedgehog popped out. Yeah. No, it was really weird because it like displayed the logo and was like, this game can't be. And it went, Sega. Oh. But no, I, I I don't know, Gojo. What about you? Uh, well, I I played The Witcher two because it was very highly recommended, and I liked it, but not enough to really delve into the Witcher world. Um, right. This it, it looks interesting. What little I've seen of it. Uh, so I'll, I was planning on playing it at some point. Um, if we're gonna review it, then yeah, I'll just I'll just leap off the edge and get it. Um, because suck it up, yeah. yeah. Um, because yeah, it, it looks it looks awesome, and I I need another open world RPG. Yeah, right on. Soon, God, because I'll start playing Skyrim again, and my life will just be over. <laughs> um, that's the big difference. I mean, Witcher two, there were lots of choices, but it was still somewhat linear. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this one's all open world. Um. So I'm not I'm not certainly not pumped for it, but it's 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 on my radar there. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the main thing I saw that I took away from the IGN because IGN already reviewed it. They gave it like a nine point three or nine point six. I don't remember some multiple of three, I think. Um, But they said that the storyline, if you're following the story, it's a lot of like collectible, like go get this and bring it to so and so kind of missions. But then like there's so much other shit to do. There's so many other things to do that, like, you know, if as long as you throw in some of those other activities, like, it'll definitely, like, prolong your experience, so. I would probably pick it up if I knew that I would have more time to play it, but I think at this point, it's either I'm going to play House of Wolves, I'm going to play uh, Witcher 3, and I because I do want to go back and play 2, I'd rather just do House of Wolves right now and revisit The Witcher later on. Well, we can transition to House of Wolves right now. Have you, there Gojo, you go. done anything on Destiny since? Like, like lately, it was probably yesterday. within the last week. Besides our, I, I just, yeah. I just hopped on either yesterday or the day before, and it was, uh, and we did some of the, um, the new bounties, the Queen's the, Wrath the Queen's bounties, Wrath bounties, the yeah. lead up to the actual release, uh, which were really cool. Um, I mean, not really anything new, right? Because, uh, yeah, we've kind of done this sort of, I mean, this similar thing already. Um, but it was nice to have something new to actually shoot for for two hours, right? Uh, and then that was gone. But did, um, did you understand the full mechanic of like killing the mark and then finding the treasure chest or whatever? Um, it took me about it. We 
it took us like three times to actually find the treasure chest. The first time I saw that I had a little blinking ether key and it said yeah. fallen treasure is appeared. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. And then I kind of used intuition to be like, okay, there's probably a chest somewhere. And I couldn't find it. Second time, couldn't find it. Third time, it was like right out in the open. So that was that was really neat. Um that little that little bit. Of course, all I got was a special ammo synthesis and eleven uh spirit bloom. Right. Which yeah. I've already got two hundred. So <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, it's one of the things I don't really like um, in general about the game is that little notif- notifier, like in the bottom left corner. Like, I wish it made a noise or something because I never know when anything's popping up there because I'm I'm too focused on my crosshairs. You know, I'm too busy looking at that as opposed to that particular corner. Yeah. So I miss a lot of those things. But uh, we, I mean, we were doing some today, and, and actually, I actually got some of those chests finally, which is cool because I like when I was playing yesterday, I was on my X Bone guy, and couldn't find any of the chests. Didn't even know I was supposed to be looking for them. I'm like, what the hell is this ether key thing? I'm like looking, I'm like, why is there something counting down? Am I gonna blow up? Like, what's the plan here? Like, <laughs> then I would just zip back to Earth and turn in the bounty because I had no idea. Yeah, you know. Yeah. See, that's another game design thing. Like, I there's nothing indicating any of that mechanic. And like they don't. Well, I'm I'm guessing you any of that. They probably yeah. expect you to go and like actually read the the release notes for the patches and things well, like that. But I says, shouldn't have to. Once you once you kill whoever it was, it'll yeah. say right in the right in the corner of the screen, uh, "Fallen treasure has appeared." And I don't know about you guys, but when it says there's a treasure somewhere, I kind of go and look for it. I mean, I know you could no, miss that, right? And, I understand. And maybe you think, well, it's got to be right that, near that where I falls beat into this guy. that. Like, I, mean, I wish I had that notification, like a noise or something. You know what I mean? That like signal or like make my controller like shake for a minute, and so I like. Yeah, there should definitely be a little something. something that would be, to it. It'd be way like that. It would be cool if they could use the vibration, like it vibrates, like you're getting closer. Yeah. So you get because yeah. there's some of the time, like it just feels like it's going to be a total crapshoot. So but I don't know. Isn't that holding it. your hand too much? <laughs> yes! Threw it back at you. Still holding on to that Dark Souls anger. <laughs> but no, I know I, I totally no, agree. I'm, well, I totally agree. It, uh, no, okay. So they 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 threw this bounty thing on us without giving us any information about it. That's very Dark Souls of them. Props, you know. Way to but, go, guys. All I'm asking for is like a noise that says when any text pops in that little corner, which happened with the Blade of Crota guys. Uh, any like any, there are a lot of different you want events an that Android pop up there. notification. Sound yeah, shit. Send a notification to my phone. I have the fucking app on my phone. Just send me <laughs> a little a blip. This is, yeah, like I'll get it. That's cool. Like whatever. That would that'd be a nice integration of like the app if they had like a well, you radar can already or something you can already phone. use oh, the app to uh, to to transfer items from your vault. Like you can yeah. do that. So like, why not have more app integration so like people get more involved in that. You know, because then we would have to innovate our game. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> innovating, making things better—it's so bad. No, no, not with Activision. No, we don't do that. <laughs> we'll put zombies in it, but not, that's not it. With the game that we started five years ago. And God. well, you do. So you understand that you can get—I don't know what the key is called—but you pick up a key from those chests and you use those in the Prison of Elders. Like you, because you're so, only you're allowed what? to. Like From a, what I understand, and, and I may, I may not. This may be completely wrong, so I don't take this information as like 100 truth. But from what I understand, you get to go into the prison of elders once a week. And if you have more of these keys, which you can bank them in your vault if you want, but you can only carry five of them on your person at a time, you can do the prison of elders more than once. So, hmm. more than that's, once a week. I, really? Yeah. One, that's what I was. I, I was. What I heard, like you get a legendary drop for this key. 
Like I, I've, I would hope that you don't need a legendary drop to partake in the prison of elders, but maybe you do. It's but probably what I've heard is that you go into the prison of elders, and once you've completed it, you drop into like a treasure chest room. It's basically like the crypt from Mortal Kombat that has a ton of treasure chests. You get a key for completing the prison of elders, but you can also get other keys from other activities. And one of those keys from the chest, like you can go in there and you select which treasure chests you want to open and some of them might look more ornate or some of them are more simple but you never know what you're going to get out of those and that's for completing the prison of elders right yes right but But you you can can carry more keys from other activities into that throne room Hmm. after beating the or into that treasure room after beating the prison you can only carry five at a time though probably right i think yeah i i I don't know but Yeah, I, that's the thing. Like a lot of these things were dropped. On, I mean, I'm sure they'll be explained in due time. Like when the actual like patch hits, and we're all you know, we can actually play fucking House of Wolves. Like I don't know, they didn't explain these battles. I know, well. like they, but I, I, I mean, I'm hoping there's a little more explanation or something. Yeah. Like I don't know, it's one of those like we've we've fallen into a time where like game manuals don't exist anymore at all. So there's nothing to explain any bit of the game. They just kind of like throw you into a lot of games nowadays, which is fine. Like whatever, I'll deal with it. But it would have been nice to have a little more explanation about what was going on, what these pertain to. or Because, I mean, DG even has a huge presence on Reddit. Like, maybe he should have made a huge Reddit post about it or well, something. The, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it, once this is actually happening, somewhere online, they'll they'll totally explain. Oh, it. I know. I, yeah, 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 the Reddit community Absolutely. will be all over it. I mean, I mean even if, if, if Bungie themselves don't, which they probably will, there'll probably be well, some kind of simple guide to so, it. But. So what happened was they've been doing like a an event every Wednesday where they've been playing a part of the of the new content. Like they spent some time at the reef and then they uh did Trials of Osiris for one week and then they did Prison of Elders for one week. But they picked three people to do the Prison of Elders and they all sucked at it. They didn't even <laughs> get, they didn't complete it. They didn't get to see any of the loot, which is what they intended for you to see. So what ended up happening? Because it's that hard or those people were just that bad? Because those people were terrible. Okay. So what ended up happening is that IGN got a chance to play it and then it finally became unembargoed and they were able to post what happened. And that's where people, like I was talking to a kid at work about it. He was basically just like, yeah, you complete the Prison of Elders, drop down into this treasure chest room. You can get keys from other places to open up. You know, you win one key by completing the Prison of Elders. But I don't think it's a weekly thing. From what I've heard... There's five different levels. There's like level 28, 30, uh, no, level 28, 30, 32, 34, and level 35. And the level 35 is the weekly lockout. You can only do it once a week, or you at least only get rewards from it once a week. Okay. But I think you can do all of them multiple times. That's the way it is with the raids, is you only get the rewards once a week. So yeah. I so wouldn't I, be surprised if that was exactly how they're doing this. I think the only the level 35 Prison of Elders okay. is the weekly lockout. Hmm. I think that's how I read it too. Yeah. The thing that's interesting to me is this really isn't a loot heavy game. So the the concept is is strange. Are they going to be introducing more loot? Like are there going to be more armor types? Um or more more weapon types or something cuz I, I they they're re- I know they're releasing three new pieces of exotic armor for each class. Does that sound right? Yeah. And then yeah. like nine new weapons as well. Or maybe exactly. that's well, but then yeah. also there's like so now you can get something called etheric light, which is a legendary drop, I think. Okay. You can use that to ascend any legendary item up to the furthest damage or light level. 
That's nice. So yeah. you can start using things like yes. I don't have to of, play the Crucible anymore. Well, but like Vault of Glass armor, you can get any armor that you've gotten on a Vault of Glass and make it usable again. That'll nice. allow you to stay at level thirty-four. So, That's nice. so like etheric light's going to be something that you can get out of those chests, okay. or I'm sure you'll be able to get the materials that you're going to need to upgrade all this House of Wolves stuff. So there's going to be a lot of stuff that you can get out of these chests. It's just it's. It, that's less exciting to me than, like, say, um, for instance, the last DLC in Borderlands. Um, there was just, when you beat the final boss, there was this room that you went through that literally had, like, 70 or 80 chests in it. And they, everything in those chests was going to be u- a unique weapon. Um, and some of them were going to be awesome. Some of them were going to be, eh. Um, but you had, like, a minute and a half to just go through and loot the hell out of all these chests. Yeah, Whoa. And just... You didn't know what you were going to get, but you knew something was going to be awesome. Um, with this, it just seems like, okay, I'm just going to go in. I'm expecting to get this light or, I don't know, maybe a purple engram at, at best. And then, like, once every two months, you're maybe going to get an exotic something. Maybe. Sounds a lot like Destiny. Yeah. So I don't know why we focus on loot for Destiny because that's not what's fun about the game. Right. I mean, maybe maybe they're changing. Probably not because it's destiny, but I mean, but it's not, I mean, that's not, it's not like you're going in there. Like if you take five keys in there, you open up five different chests, you get one etheric light, one piece of armor, one weapon, get some spirit bloom. Why not? Tilt your mic. Why? Because your waveform is very small now and it was larger. I that think you just very insulted sexual. your manhood. Okay. Why are you looking at his waveform? Anyways, yeah, I'm checking out his waveform on the computer. I'm also not listening in the headphones anymore because it's on a delay, and if I do that, then I won't be able just to just messes up your brain. Yeah. Um, I looked online. It's five exotic weapons and nine exotic armor pieces. Three per class are being introduced, and then they're also doing the trials of Osiris. Um, See, that's more interesting to me. I think. It says the trials of Osiris adept weapons are primaries, which can be arc, solar, or void. Whoa. Cool. Okay. Um, and they've only there's only two sidearms that have been seen thus far. Yeah, Best, so there's a new weapon Bestion class. Destiny and Dredge Promise. New weapon class called the sidearm. It's a special weapon. I don't know anything about it. That's cool. That. That's cool. But, right, do we know? Have they said anything about adding that uh, mythical third class? No. No. That's no, for that's, the whatever's coming out in the fall. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. good. With another raid. Probably. It costs eighty another bucks. twenty dollars, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Uh it, honestly this one this one needs to this needs to blow me away. This needs to be something totally th- different than what we've already gotten. It needs to be um just yeah. It and it can't just be like a horde mode or well, um I mean that's apparently what we're getting supposedly it's a horde what mode we're getting. And, and some other stuff. There's yeah. also ten Legendary weapons as part of the Prison of Elders and nine legend uh, adept weapons that are going to be part of the Trials of Osiris. Okay. I'm just trying. I'm like going through all these things. I'm looking it's, online right now. Yeah, for me, if if this one doesn't doesn't kind of uh, if this doesn't evolve Destiny beyond what it already is, I'm not going to be getting any more DLC. Probably won't be playing it after I've mastered the after I've mastered House of Wolves. I just it's it, it's not interesting to me anymore. Because I'm just doing the same old shit over and over and again. And it's fun still. Well, but, but, but Okay, so how many hours have you spent on this game? 
True, but I'm not going to spend any more money on. Did well, I get, think did you get ninety dollars worth of enjoyment out of it? Probably, but yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. It's not going to be a hundred. I think at least I'm not going to buy any more stuff if it's if it's going to be the same old shit. That's just all I'm saying. With Trials saying of Osiris, though, I think they're adding a different level of competitive multiplayer to it, which might. In, I mean, I know like you're not into Crucible, right? No, neither am really. I. But I'm actually kind of pumped to play that because of the way it's like you actually play three. It's it's three person fire teams and you do eight battles like eight multi, like you know crucible battles and it's just deathmatch team deathmatch and you do them you don't do the same team each rung it, but it's like bracket style from what okay. I hear so like as you progress like you're fighting a team that also progressed to the same level so your team changes every time once you get to the eighth highest level nobody knows what happens past that but supposedly there is a higher level than that. Okay. So, but each level you go up, you get different gear, like new loot. That sounds cool. Better gear. Sound cool. It's not like the Crucible though, because it's like a last man standing kind of thing, from what I understand. Like once you're eliminated, you're Just out for life. that round, okay. and then you either win or lose that round based on whoever's last. I'll field. probably I'll just get destroyed in that. But so I don't really understand. Like so, that whole bracket going through that bracket once. I know you have to purchase a ticket to get into the Trials of Osiris. Right. And from what I heard, if you lose three times, then you have to go and buy a new ticket. Yes. They're only like 100 Glimmer from what I read. Okay. So, so in order to fill out a full ticket with nine completions to get the best loot, I have to play through like 70-something games of Crucible. No. no, they're not. Okay. They're not long matches either. Like, like I said, because once you die, you're out. And like, okay, whichever team wins the round gets that point toward like progressing. Yeah, but it's also but a like loss once for you, you lose, you're you're done. You have to start over or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> We, we don't great, know anything. This is a great podcast. We haven't, we haven't done enough research on <laughs> this. Journalism at its finest. <laughs> I don't care. It's right. still, I mean, we're well, talking and we're like, having a good sounds time. Like we're all going to be playing some house. I want to play. Well. I mean, I, I, I mean, you, Gojo, you at least have the expansion pass. You might as well try it out. Oh, yeah. I, I'm definitely going to play. Right. It. I so mean, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a go. I don't, I don't hate destiny. I mean, I know I should talk it a lot, but I just, it's, I think if I'm going to continue supporting this game, <laughs> right. Then further, it, I need, you need, I need, you a, need, I need some, a better reason. Yeah. Than I got destiny. No, that's cool. Sounds really funny. It's like <laughs> it's like squeak. What did you just say? You're sort of, it it's was like a, squeak in basketball. He's like, I swear to God, you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times, and I'm out. I'm out of here. It's like I don't know if I'm gonna get like 20 more hours of enjoyment out of the thousand hours that I've already put into this game. But it's it's just weird because I feel it too. I'm the same way. I'm like I don't know, like just more of the same. And I do that for like another thousand hours on top of what I've already played. Probably. <laughs> You'll find time. You'll I'm make sure. time for it. I'm sure. Hey, we can move along if you guys want. We just got yeah. some other news points to go over anyways. We're not reviewing anything this week, so that's cool. But um, but the Bozak Horde, the latest DLC for Dying Light, has been set to release on May 26th. I got an email about that. I don't know if you guys are signed up for the emails for that, but... Um, it is the long-awaited horde mode. According to the email that I received, you enter the infamous Haran Stadium and take on a series of twisted challenges laid out by a deeply troubled psychopath named Bozak. The Bozak horde will be free for all season pass holders and available as a separate purchase at nine ninety nine. 
the DLC is playable in both single player and co-op, but we do recommend playing in a team. Bozak's sadistic trials are no walk in the park. That's what the email told me. So I'm kind of pumped for that because I actually really like Dying Light in case you didn't know that. So um, I don't know if you guys are interested in playing a horde mode in Dying Light, but uh, is this no. the first? Since we can play together. Eh? This is not the first DLC. The season pass okay. got you uh, a weapons pack, a costume pack, and a set of two additional missions. And this is the fourth part of the season pass, I believe. But how much was that pass? 20 bucks? No, it was like $40, like 30, uh, whatever. It was expensive. But regardless, did you get it? I didn't pick it up yet. I was, this is the end of the season. Pass? Yeah. The thing is, like, I don't I don't care for the, the extra weapons and I don't care for the, the, the two little missions and costumes. Like, I do want the horde mode and I'll probably just buy it separately. What about those dune buggies? That's the thing. They, they've they released images and, and video of dune buggies and like whatever the hell that's all about. <laughs> I don't even know. But. I will say moving forward that if significant changes come to this game, I'm more than happy to try them and play them because I enjoyed the initial game that much. I don't like a season pass that's getting me costumes and weapons. Like I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. Yeah, like that's stupid. That's lame. what is this? Mortal Kombat? Exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I still haven't played much of it. I know now that Willie has joined the ranks of PlayStation Four people. Uh. Um, That's a game he would probably really enjoy. Exactly. So, like, I know Nick texted me. He's like, "We should get into Dying Light," and I was like, "Well, we should. We should have Willie hop on." So, yeah, I, I let him play my copy for a couple hours. Yeah. I was benevolent enough. Um, yeah, I uh, Horde mode doesn't particularly interest me because that's more or less what the game already is yeah that's what i was thinking um well, i mean it's twisted challenges as it says so, it's not really like a horde yeah. mode necessarily like that's just what i gathered from like what keep up plates what are the like, twisted challenges like, that sounds cool I'm right like what are gonna, what kind of challenges are we talking about i don't know I, what do you get out of it i have no idea what you get out of it other than like leaderboard kind of information you know what i mean like yeah but i mean well i'll if i if i even consider trying it out i'll wait and see what it actually is yeah. uh it's I, I mean, it's definitely not an automatic oh i'm gonna buy it yay because yeah. <laughs> uh, i've gotten what i need out of dialogue okay um i do i we'll, wanted to restart in hard mode and try it out because the game did get particularly easy after a specific point oh so. yeah once you once you have beaten it and you're like level like 16 17 and beyond all the shit you get is just one hitting everything yeah it's great it's awesome I just I I've taken my like strategy for goons and shit. Now I'll just I'll just I can throw my weapon right into him. It's a one hit. I'll just <laughs> whoosh, katana right in his shoulder and he's oh and he just drops. It's perfect. I feel so awesome. What was that sound again? Oh, okay. I think that was it. I well, you call you right in and tell us if that was the sound. Um, <laughs> no instant playback here at the Midwest Game Nerds podcast. Yeah. Uh, other zombie news, Dead Island 2 has been pushed back to 2016. Do any of you guys care about that? No. No, I know it was yeah. on one. It was you. Were I, well, I like well, yeah, alongside Dying Light because I like yeah. these games. I so. think Dying Light is Dead Island 2, honestly. Like, that's that's what's on. <laughs> I, uh, that's, really? It They're is. the ones I mean, that what is Dead Island 2 going to be? How right. different is it going to be? That's what somebody was I, saying is that maybe dead, maybe the Dead Island 2 guys like started playing Dying Light and they are like, Shit. Shit. We, we need, need just, another. Year. We gotta redo this. We gotta, <laughs> we we gotta revamp it. Characters. Oh <laughs> God. So I. <laughs> we just added new characters and subtracted like three or four bugs. They're gonna. You're add, still not gonna be uh, able to save the game until like three weeks later. <laughs> but they make zombie raids. Yeah. <laughs> Log on with your friends and do six-person fire team zombie raids. 
Only once a week. Destiny once Island too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Uh, Fallout Four is actually happening, which is pretty <laughs> rad. Um, I saw some documents on Kotaku uh, showing uh, some of the script, basically, and just like one, two, three. Uh, the initial line was "War never changes," I believe. Good. So that was part of the script. Um, Fallout. I love the Fallout series, so I'm pretty yeah, pumped on this one. That's gonna be awesome. Was Three Dog in the script? I didn't see. I, I didn't. I barely glanced at it. So it was yeah. just one of those things where I, because yeah, I kind of take all this stuff with a grain of salt because it's like I don't know if this is a rumor, we've been, we've been like fake Fallout Four news oh, for years. Yeah. So it's like what it's what Vegas, is real, what is not. But supposedly Bethesda's coming out next next month. I think at E3 is yeah. is in June, right? They have a they have a the Sunday night they have a presentation, right? Which I think is the first time they've actually been at e- had like a panel at E3, right? Yeah, I think it's the first time they've ever had like an actual press or like, yeah, press their own junket. exclusive press release. Yeah. yeah, I rumor has it they're also going to be talking about Elder Scrolls 6. I don't know how true that is, but these are again I things mean, that I read on the internet. We can't, you know, take them take them all with a grain of salt. Yeah. Take them all with a grain of digital salt. I'm looking forward to uh, with a pixel. <laughs> yeah, a, pi- with a pixel. I'll of take salt. this with a grain of pixel. I'm looking forward to taking a week off of work and just to play Fallout Four. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I'll admit, I, I, I'm. This episode I of the Midwest Game Nerds podcast, okay. Alex lost seventy pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I really want Elder Scrolls Six more than I want Fallout Four, but I def- I also want Fallout Four. So okay. either at this point, either would be welcome. Yeah, but please give me both. <laughs> Please let it's, the world be kind enough for one it's, it's day Fallout's to give me both It's turn, things. though, you know? Yeah, I want well, Fallout no, 4 more. Well, no, because it's been five years or four years since since Skyrim, and usually it's yeah, about it's five years like, between. It's been like seven, seven years, years since, since New Vegas well, and even more yeah, since I don't even, three. New Vegas wasn't that good. I'm just going to throw that Those out there. Those are fighting words. Nick would choke <laughs> you right now. <laughs> New it Vegas does have was, some New really, Vegas was better. It has yeah, some Vegas really good quest lines, but the setting is just not... Not as good. Between the two, Fallout 3 is the only one on my top 10 of last generation, and it's number one. Spoiler alert for that podcast. but <laughs> That's going to be episode 10 if you're listening. Yeah. Episode 10 is top 10 of last generation. Sick. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. It's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm excited for Fallout 4. Me too. I can't wait. Brian, what about you? How, you're more excited for Fallout than Skyrim? Absolutely. Or not Skyrim. Elder Scrolls 6. Skyrim the thing 2. about Skyrim is I... I still enjoy it. I still have a lot of shit to do in that game. Right. So, I still have never finished the story. Fallout FYI. 3, I played to death. Like, I went everywhere you could go and did everything. And so I need more Fallout. I'm fine with just playing Skyrim for a while longer. Be- between my 12 characters I've made in Skyrim, I, st- I have about 400 hours logged, and I still have not beaten <laughs> the game. Wait, that's it? Just 400? Something like that. I think man. we've had this oh, discussion man. before. I'm just like, I if I were to go through that, I have more than that on one character. <laughs> God. Well, the problem I is, mean, I no offense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm a loser. So but, I, I kept like I kept losing my save games for some reason and having yeah, to start over. Long, long. And then I bought it on PC when I made my gaming yeah. PC, and and then from there on out, it's just been that. Actually, so. I figured out how to transfer characters from Xbox to PC. So. <laughs> I actually oh, emailed because it because my game wouldn't run on 360 anymore. That's I, I hit level 100, and the game's like, nah, we need about an hour to load. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't do this. Can't do this. <laughs> Went online, figured out how to transfer. It runs perfectly on PC. So that's, wow. that. that's actually, amazing. I actually emailed because you can't do that with PS3. 
Oh. I emailed somebody my save file because they had a hacked PS3 and they could <laughs> decrypt it into a, a Steam save file. So I oh, have my I transferred it over. Yeah. Wow. But I didn't even technology. know you could do that. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Konami. Let's talk about Konami oh, for a second here. They delisted not. from the New York Stock Exchange. They canceled Silent Hills and removed PT from the PlayStation Network store. It's even worse than that because even though it's removed from the store, even if you've downloaded it previously, you, you can't download it anymore because uh, they, they've completely removed it from the servers. Uh, I should have downloaded that, but yeah. I didn't. It's a bummer. I figured it'd probably just make me mad that they're not making the Silent Hills it, game. eBay has been uh, banning accounts that of people who are trying to sell their PlayStation 4s with a copy <laughs> of, with a copy of PT on it. Seriously, Shit, seriously, really? like yeah. there are some that have sold for fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, the thing my is, it's linked God. to your account too, so you so, have yeah, to have. So we all should have been buying PS4s. Yeah, and we, sh- we should have just, just to download <laughs> PT. If we Why had a not? bunch of PS4s, we would just turn ourselves into robots. Thank you, well, Chad. Chappie? Yeah. But, <laughs> Chappie? Tell but me. Apparently with $1,100 worth of profit. Well, yeah. We we'd could, be rich we could, robots. We could, have, we, <laughs> we could have all those chains like Chappie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. This is not a Chappie review. No. Okay. Uh, I, I'm Thanks bummed. for spoiling Chappie for me. I'm, I'm really... The movie was terrible. I'm really bummed because... I Well, no, there's two games from Konami that I actually like. And one of those games, they don't make anymore. They made two, and it's it's done. We're done with Zone of the Enders. Um, That's terrible, too, because I love the Zone of the Enders games. They were so good, but we didn't... We Apparently, no more, because... Because Americans don't, don't like big robots? No, I'll tell Americans you love big happen. robots. Um, it's just like what happened with Mighty Number no. 9. It's like what's happening with Castlevania this week, because Koji Igarashi came out and did a Kickstarter. Or a game that is a Castlevania clone. Castlemania. So I'm sure, yeah, basically. <laughs> it's called like it's called like Blood something. I don't know. Go Cas- Castlevania, ocean. like veins in your. <laughs> I haven't but, seen that. Is it like okay. 3D or side scroller? It's it's two and a half D. So okay. it's 3D modeling with side scroller. I can get it. I can get on board with that. Um, but I'm, you know, Kojima's gonna come out and be like, "This is my Kickstarter for Bone of the Lenders," and. I would like to make <laughs> bone of the lenders. Ending zone. No, it's it's actually a banking for pornography uh, simulator. <laughs> <laughs> bone of the lenders. Oh, uh, but no, it's like he'll probably. I. That's the that's the trend now. You know, the guy from uh, KG Inafune left Capcom and did Mighty Number no. Nine, and it's a it's a Mega Man clone. Igarashi left Konami and now he's making a Castlevania clone. Like it's what would the uh, Silent Hills clone be? I don't know. Just go play it's Loud Slender. Mountains. Yeah. <laughs> 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 loud Plateau. Yeah, Loud Mesa. <laughs> All right. Well, now what's, what's interesting from that what is I read think. a I read a little blurb from Kona, the Konami president who said we're still going to be making Metal Gear Solid games after Kojima leaves. Um, but it honestly, it seems like they are just really, really downsizing here as a company. It, I, so I'm, I wonder if they still have that in the cards. I, I don't think know. they're basically just kind of like we cannot funnel money into Kojima anymore. Because even though I'm sure Metal Gear Solid Five is probably going to return on investment, I'm sure what they're going to do is just take that Fox engine and just start farting out games with it, and it's going to make them money. 
I understand. Like, that's the thing. It's super risky to be making a AAA game nowadays. Cause well, I think I think that's why we're seeing Japan taking the nosedive that it does is because they cannot they can't keep up financially yeah. with the American companies uh, when it comes to making making these huge grade games. Now, why we're not getting lower grade like downloadable titles, like maybe more Mega Man like nine and tens or something like that, and maybe simplify a little bit. They're just going straight into the mobile market, which is I don't know. I guess if that's working for them. Oh, it works great for everybody because right. you get people spending thousands of dollars on Candy well, Crush. Well, look, it didn't. And Ugh. Nintendo just talked about Seven how they're going to be diving headfirst into mobile gaming. Yeah. So what I mean, what is the next uh, DS going to have a you put a SIM card in it, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I think kind of what's happening is we're just moving towards this world where you've got the big AAA games, you've got your Uncharted and you've got your your Batman Arkham Knight and whatever. All those things are coming out and then you have all these tiny little indie games that are all. To me, it's really you know what it's mimicking uh, politics in exactly. America. <laughs> it's like you, there's no more middle class. Yeah. You don't you don't get your dark siders coming out anymore. You don't get your Castlevania Lords of Shadow. You don't get any of those like middle tier games anymore. You no more get, sweet Odin. Yeah, then I'm gonna cry right now. Don't cry, but I because I Alex's really tears bad. on the game podcast. Yeah. I feel, oh, I feel like we're going to have to eventually reach a point where the big developers can't sustain themselves any. They can't sustain this many triple a titles and they're gonna have to find out yeah. a way to to i mean probably the move to downloadable will make it a little more affordable and just make smaller scale but more focused and better games because you can't just keep pumping out uh 11 billion dollar games uh everything's gonna collapse in on itself um so i'm hoping that happens sooner rather than later we start seeing smaller scale better games than instead of just Call of Duty 27. See, but the thing is, like, those are super profitable. Hey, that's they are. a new, yeah, new item, like, isn't it? But for how many? But for how many companies? I mean, how many of these games are actually perfectly bankable every time? You get Call of Duty, you get maybe Assassin's Creed. Uh, I don't know, that last Call of Duty didn't do so hot. Well, it did just fine. It just didn't make, it didn't break records like every Call of Duty did before it yeah. is the problem. But... I mean, it's, yeah, you've got Call of Duty, you've got Assassin's Creed, we've got Batman thing is apparently now a yearly franchise. Metal Gear Solid is apparently heading that way now. Like, I just think it's easy because you're like, here's the engine. Let's take this engine that we spent millions and millions of dollars developing for years upon years and just... Start making it's the same reason there's Final Fantasy thirteen Final, Fa- Final, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy thirteen. Yes, Final Fantasy thirteen. Final Fantasy thirteen. So but yeah, that's why there's now four different Final Fantasy thirteen games. Not even like different, like it's Final Fantasy thirteen, Final Fantasy thirteen. Thirteen point one. No. Lightning returns Final Fantasy three thirteen three. Like they're the it's all just here, let's use this engine again. But let's see, use that's, these that's models the, again. I understand that, but it's they're not those are not going to be profitable forever. Yeah, no, I agree. I and hope not. It's. I mean, I think we're already seeing it kind of... I mean, Advanced Warfare not breaking every single record in the yeah. book is... Maybe it's not a great telltale sign, but it's the probably the first sign of a downslope uh, for Call of Duty, which is impressive because it's been, it's been riding high since Call of Duty 2. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I, but I think... I think th- it's not going to be much longer until the until the massive flood of only AAA and only indie is not a sustainable model for the industry anymore. 
Yeah, I'm. I think. See, but I think it'll be okay because I think it's just going to turn into one of those things where these these game companies are just going to be like, well, we can't make a Call of Duty. Let's start investing in some of these smaller, oh, more unique, God, yeah. cooler indie games and then start growing them into bigger things. And then you'll start having middle tier games again and then some will hop up to high tier. Like it'll. No, it'll I, think that's, I think that's ideal. I think yeah. that's how, that's what, that's what I want to happen. Um, I don't want to see all the AAA games fall, um, but I, I want to see I want to see a little more variety. In I'm just it. really tired of having paid so much money for a system and playing eight bit and sixteen bit games on something that's meant to play like really badass graphics. Like, see, but I like don't I don't care about graphics. I know I really you don't, like, but I'm just saying like I. You you didn't play those games for like the majority of your childhood. No, you you played you played like sixteen bit. Yeah, but like. The eight bit stuff. That shit's advanced, man. I'm so. I just want to like it, the Sorry, keep. We, we were big players of Pong, Brian. No, it's yeah. I I, I know what Pong. You, uh, no, try Mancala from the Stone Age. <laughs> actually, I played the knockoff version of Pong that was on Atari. I didn't actually play the real knockoff paddle. version yeah. of Mancala. It was called Paddle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a bummer that all the that like. A lot, a lot of the really innovative games, a lot of the ones that we're, we've been playing are games you could probably play on your phone, and yet we're pay, playing on these you know, $600 yeah, systems. And that's the it's, problem with that. Right, you're that, paying like $14 to $15, yeah. sometimes 20 bucks for some. Like, what, what's the other one? Uh, one of them that, that was on the, fuck, the, uh, the spring sale was like $20. And I'm like, come on, like, it's, it's, it's 16-bit. Like, give me a break. Like, no, I, I like... If the capability of these systems now is is at a point where like we can do amazing things like Destiny's graphics and Dying Light's graphics and all these amazing looking games that are just gorgeous, give me more of that. Like even if they're like if they're half the amount of time, like if the you know like you don't have the development to to make a game that's sixty hours long, but yeah, you want to make it really pretty. Want something if like the, the order, order was like three hours, it would have been perfect. If the order was playable, well, no. it would have been perfect. So <laughs> no, like, I, like the problem with that is that like all the resources that go into making those really high res things, like it just takes a ton of money. So it's honestly, like it's hard. That's why the game costs sixty bucks. Honestly, it's how long have games cost no, sixty dollars? That's why the like, game for the last what ten years? Ten or years, so? just about. Yeah, and the price of making games has gone up a lot over right. the last ten years. So. So I mean, even the twenty dollars—that's probably a more reasonable um, market price than the sixty dollars for AAA. You, you games. know what? You you give me a bunch of sweet games that are twenty bucks. I'll buy multiple games that are twenty dollars over buying like a sixty dollar game. So and then well, but you're saying okay, these games are sixty dollars. They're sixty dollars plus a forty dollar expansion pass that Which, gets you right. two costumes, half of a game mode, and I don't even let's not soundtrack. talk about Destiny because between Brian and I, we've both purchased Destiny but, about six times. No, I know five five know. times. It's not just Destiny. And and I almost yeah. did like the the really lazy thing of like I'm gonna trade in my copy of Destiny for nine dollars and then go and buy it for the half off digital sale right now so I don't have to get up and switch the disc when I want to play Destiny. But That's I That's actually a really good idea. I know <laughs> great idea. So but Oh wait! I did buy the digital versions, <laughs> so it's. What was I going to say? But no, games have been sixty dollars since like PlayStation Two era. Right now, you know, although cartridges back in the day, I forget what it was for like a Super Nintendo. They were like game. sixty some bucks. Those, some of those would go up to like eighty dollars sometimes. Chrono but, Trigger. Yeah. Well, no, like Chrono Trigger is eighty dollars nowadays. But even back then, it would have been. They were like hundred. So no, but <laughs> think about it. Nowadays, you're you're you're. Buying the game, 
plus they want you to put that $40 in on that season pass. That's $100 into the game right there. And they're giving me no manual. I don't get that anymore, which means no. I, okay, this is a big thing to me because I really enjoy the artwork from a lot of these games. Yeah. You have no, to spend I, extra I no for the artwork. Get that. I have to pay to buy the ultimate edition to get the book of artwork. I don't know. Well, because like, because the the sixty dollar game you're getting is not they're not making what they need to make on that, um, yeah. so they have they have to piecemeal out the DLC and all the stuff that costs less to make, but they also need to make money because they that's that's their job. Um, so but, it's it's kind of, it's, and, it's a shitty trade off for for us, but I mean it has that's and if kind they of the give you if they give you the artwork in a booklet. Now, what are they going to sell you when you pre-order the remaster in like a year? All the artwork they didn't give you. <laughs> the shitty napkin sketches of of, of the Hideo Doge Kojima from, like, drew this smiley face. Like on the, the order, if the order would have given me like just you know even as simple as a booklet that had the like the name and the bio and a quick like yeah. you know character concept sketch of like each of the characters that I would have been really happy to have that because one that was a beautiful game and two I'd like that kind of thing destiny if I would have been given just like a manual that explained destiny's contents and then gave me some sketches and paintings of scenery like what I like that stuff I would have really liked to see some of that from multiple games that have come out over the years but not only have they stripped that down, the DVD, like the cases they give you games now, oh, have they you know, cut plastic out of it. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you might as well oh, yeah, just, that's ridiculous. just take the paper that is in the liner it's, of the DVD case and just like like stick the disc to it like an AOL 1.0 <laughs> disc from PC Magazine in 1995. Like, give me that. Like, I don't like. What am I going to do with this thing? Like, useless. It doesn't protect the game. If you step on that shit, it's broken. Yeah. <laughs> the old DVD cases were like they were rock solid, man. Oh you God. could throw them against a wall. Do you remember the original PlayStation cases? Oh that were yeah, like the size of encyclopedias. The, <laughs> yes, they were actually the size of this card table we're sitting at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Battle Arena Toshinden was like in its own little fort. It was Kingsfield. Beautiful. Yep, Kingsfield oh, and uh, Road Rash. Road Rash. What else did we? We had a bunch of games like that. Yeah. Came in those big ass cases. Resident Evil used to come in one like that. Yeah, like but that's that's so friend. they've they've cheaped out on packaging now, which is fine. I get it. You want to move to all downloads. Less wasteful. Yeah, it's, no, and that's I'll I will download every game if like there's some exchange program you want to set up when I'm not happy with the game so I can trade it in like or trade it to another player for a cheaper amount of money or something like anything like that. I'm cool with anything you want to do in terms I, of downloadable content. That's cool. But like me paying 60 bucks for something where I'm not getting like a manual, I'm not getting the case, like all the downloadable shit, like I cut five bucks off of it, you know, like make me feel like I'm saving some money by buying the downloadable version. Yeah, no, I, I make it worthwhile for me to download it, you know, like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, there should, I think if they're, if they're really going for a, a push to downloadable, which would save that would definitely, I think, well, definitely, I think that's real. That's real. Good <laughs> definitely words. made good words. It would, it should save them a lot of money as far as physical resources go. Um, they sh- yeah, that you should be getting because PC games are, are fifty bucks typically. Right. Um, Not now. Oh yeah, that's true. More of the like the console crossovers are still sixty, but well, because yeah, there is a lower cost. But at the same time, I don't think at the sixty bucks they're making back what they need to make back on the game itself. Right. The physical costs of the case and the disc and the little instruction paper that shows you how to turn on your PlayStation. Um, that's just on top. That's just that's more money they're spending out. on top of the pl- on right. the actual game. Please don't swallow disc. Do not throw disc into ocean. <laughs> um, yeah, 
just if you're gonna just include that, don't include it at all. Just see, and then even on top of okay. that, we can go. I didn't even think about with the cost of games today. How about this this hundred and fifty dollar version of the order, which gives you a statue of plastic that was probably made for fifteen bucks. Yeah, by some wage slave in like, India or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, like it. Uh, that's well. That that's a whole other topic. Did, did you see the, the uh, collector's edition? Crap. Like the the one point five million dollar dying light version that comes with a zombie fortress. <laughs> that no, exists. That, yeah, well, there no. was there was a one million dollar version of Saints Row Four. Yeah, and and you could go into space. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> not that anyone bought it. If I had a million dollars, you better goddamn well believe I was going to buy the million dollar Saints Row Four. Um, yeah. Well, those those are just gimmicks, but but yeah, but it's the, still one of those things where it's like, let me throw in a real cheap plastic thing in here so I can nickel and dime you for a little bit more money. Well, I mean, I it's honestly it's hard to fault them if they're if they're not cuz I mean, AAA studios are putting out really good games and still shuttering. Yeah. Um no, so yeah. it's 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 kind of a losing business if you're not if you're not Activision or EA to well to a less ex- no, lesser extent now because they've bombed the last few think, games. I think the only person who's not in a in a losing business right now is Valve. Probably, yeah. They're like, look at these hats we made. <laughs> we're richer than we've ever been. <laughs> and we're still getting richer. Hey, guys, new hats. Buy this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Valve and money and buying things. Yeah, we were going to talk about the uh, paid Skyrim mods and how <laughs> Valve instituted them and quickly removed them because the internet basically was like, fuck Valve. Yeah. So it kind of came from well, all different directions. That's the best way to create things. It's just pretend it never happened, you know, just get rid of it all. I think I think <laughs> it's best way to fix things. I think it would have been fine and I think it would have been totally accepted if they would have been like, here's a new game. Here's the mod community for it. You can now sell your mods. You don't take the oh if I would have downloaded this like a better grass pack for Skyrim yesterday, it wouldn't cost me the $10 that it cost me today. Right. Like, well, that's- part of the big issue was the fact that a lot of the modding community builds off of each other's mods. So at that point, who do you credit? Oh, yeah, you know, that was like the biggest, the biggest backlash. that and the fact that, uh, I believe Bethesda was the one who actually set the amount of money they took from each mod payment, yeah. which, I don't, I, why are you, like, you didn't put work into the mod, you put work into the game, and you got money for the game already. But, but like you were saying, if if modders used resources from Bethesda, Fair and, enough. and the modding is of their product, so yeah. I I think that was, it was a, they really sh- well, shittily implemented the whole Well, yeah, they were taking, system. like, 75%. It was, no, I think it was, it was, like, Valve was getting like it was like a 30, 40, 40, 20 split or yeah, something yeah. like that. Valve and Bethesda were each getting like like thirty-five or somewhere between thirty-five and forty. And the modder was getting like a quarter of what a quarter like twenty-five percent right. of what was Does being that paid. make sense? Yeah. It was I'm it's it sounds like a really really good idea on paper. And then you get into well, all the things they, they screwed up with it. Yeah, like Alex was saying, it's all these existing things right. we're just gonna slap price tags on. Um, plus where do the, what about intellectual property rights? Um, what about, yeah. What about making money off the fact that I put Randy Savage in Skyrim? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure the Poffo family has, has something to say about that. That's Randy Savage. The lightsaber mod too. Yeah. Yeah. What, 
Yeah, what if what if Lucasfilm just shoots in and like, hey, fuck you, that's our lightsaber, give us money. Yeah, it's it was it was a good idea that probably think, needed more time in the oven. <laughs> See, I think, the thing um, I think I've, if they just would have left it alone from the from the get go, because a lot of the mod- modders that were doing the work already had donation pages and things set up yeah. for the people who like really liked their mods and wanted them to keep updating them and making sure they were relevant and, and good and working. They were donating to these people already, so they they were already making money, and then it was just being taken away oh, from God. them. That I opportunity. Think, honestly, the best way Valve could have done this is just add a donate button to the Steam Workshop. Like to yeah, every Steam Workshop, yeah, like right to that yeah. page for yeah. the mod just itself. Just add it. Just don't. Can, I mean, directly deposit money into their Steam wallet or something like that. Yeah, would be like a great. Oh way yeah, to you go. don't. It doesn't even need to be real money. Just like Steam bucks. Yeah, like yeah, it is real money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. on Steam, it is. Yeah, I mean, I think the combination of all the all the technical difficulties with not technical difficulties but tef- technical quagmires with all the IP rights and then and then the fact that Valve and Bethesda are getting more money out of this than the people <laughs> who are actually doing the the work is that's probably a yeah, big it, part it of the could have it could have been handled better they, they, it's it, honestly it just seems like a, they they were like hey what if we charge for all the Skyrim mods? And they're like, do it tonight. Boom. <laughs> like yeah. It's like they put no thought into yeah. it. Right. They're probably sitting around drunk. Like, this, this seems yeah, like a like, real good idea. That sounds great. This is it going to buy me more of my little We're not losing money, figures? but we could be making more. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah. What's and better than money? More money. Yeah. I, I think a big part of it is PC gamers are really cheap too. So well, the idea that now, because honestly, if we're be, if we're just being totally honest here, yeah. nobody on PC wants to pay for anything. Well, they pay I mean, a lot they'll, for they'll their, do it if for they their gear. To. You yeah. know, they're paying after a ton I pay for that their, much for hardware. I have no money left for software. You're paying four hundred bucks that for the pro- a video why is that card. The person like, who made the thing's problem, though, it's not. But because they put their product on my. But no, they're they're available for my. There are a lot computer. of. PC folk who feel super entitled that anything on the internet should be theirs for free. And I think a lot of it was that too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of, a lot of issues. They just need like a team to sit down at valve and be like, what's the best way we can deploy something like this and like really work through it. Like well, they should probably one, don't, they should probably like just do like a big <laughs> conference of like, here's the developers. Here's the, here's the, uh, publishers and 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 then the the people who actually make the mods and just kind of be like, how can we implement this? Yeah, and I then mean, when t- everybody says, I want this and I want this and I want this, and then they're like, well, we can't do all those things. Then they decide not to do it and work there. Like, like pull, take the 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 five like best working and most used mods on Skyrim. Talk to those guys that develop it and see what they want to do about it. Yeah, you know, and, and talk to Bethesda and see how they want to handle it. You know, like. Some of these modders are getting jobs from the work they've done on these games, yeah. and that's like that's really cool, you know. But I, yeah, it just some it mods to, become games. Yeah, uh, yes, but I, but exactly. I also, I also see what they want to do with it because when you look at the things that they have monetized, like costumes and hats for Dota and 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 Counter Strike and everything, there are people that make livings by making a new hat in Team Fortress Two, which is. It sounds dumb, but it's kind of awesome. Like, what if I came yeah. out and was like, you know, 
I'm going to make a hat today. And then I put it out there and I became like a millionaire. <laughs> that sounds pretty sweet. So if they want to do that for people that make mods, I, you know, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's interesting. I think it's a cool idea. Like if I could be like, I'm a professional modder. I'm the guy that goes and makes all the boobs pretty in all these games. <laughs> like, you know, I'm the uh, areola specialist, <laughs> professional nude modder. <laughs> What do you do for a living? <laughs> I made the first legitimate Lara Croft nude mod. I actually uh, I create uh, breast implants for video game characters. You know how when you play Skyrim and all the girls are really dirty? Make them clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anyways. Yeah. That pretty much covers all of our news topics. And we're at the hour and 14, 15 minute Holy point. Holy shit. Yeah, we covered some time here. Must have fallen asleep there. For we a did a, We did a nice job. Um, so yeah, next next episode, hopefully, we'll be talking about The Witcher Three and uh, Destiny: House of Wolves. Uh, do you have I'm anything? Not gonna have any time to play anything this week. I'm working like every day. Got wedding stuff. Yeah, no, well, I gotta fig- go win figure every it's not gonna be. Award. It's not gonna be like in a week. Yeah. I, like I'm trying to. I want to break it up so it's like two weeks between episodes, probably. Oh, so Maybe you'll have some time, hopefully. But uh, other than that, uh, anything about the film nerds you want to promote? Um, this past week, we did Noah Baumbach's new film, While We're Young, which is in limited release. Wow, limited release. Limited release. And so you should go check that out. This next week, we're going to be doing Mad Max Fury Road. And then after that, we're going to put out a Mad Max, Mad Max retrospective. Where we go is it going to be a fight the franchise like Mad Max? No, this is just going to be like a normal bonus episode. Uh, fight the franchise is more Willie and Tim and, and Nikki's thing, but cool. we're gonna Nick and I are gonna sit down and maybe with special guests, uh, Gojo might join for a little bit. I don't know, I'm like whoever's seen some I, Mad Max films. Yeah, it would depend on the day. I yeah, know. I know, I know. <laughs> like I said, so, busy week. I'm an awesome guy. Yeah, so uh, look for that Mad Max stuff coming up. And uh, please join the Summer Movie Wager. You have until Tuesday after this comes out to join. Go to bit.ly slash mfnsmw15 to fill out a ballot and partake. You could win movie bucks. Movie bucks. Yep. That sounds like a fun time. Are we going to monetize that? Are we going to put it on sale on Steam? Yeah, okay. uh, you have to go to steam.com slash mfnsmw15. Pay $30. 20% of that's going to me. 80% of it's going to Steam. Get a free hat. And there's another 5% going to Bethesda. And you get a free popcorn bucket hat. <laughs> for, for your for your Counter-Strike Go. Character. None of this yep. is true. No, we made all that up. Uh, as always, if you're listening along and you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. Thanks again to Au for our theme song. Uh, again, you can check out his tunes at SoundCloud.com slash A-H-H-O-O-H. That's all I have for right now, and hopefully see you guys in, uh, in a couple of weeks. Peace. Peace.